and we're live here on Facebook. We'd also like to welcome you to those listening on uh, podcasts in podcast land. And also, welcome to all those on YouTube. Hello. Um, man, lots to talk about today. Lots of, it is 24-7 sports for the next two weeks. Uh, super exciting. And uh, yeah, we're going to get to that in just a minute. Uh, but first, Rich, how was your birthday week? And happy birthday, by the way. Thank you. You know, it, it was nice. We we got we got uh, got a chance to celebrate with both sides of the family, eating at the uh, the beer stube and the tangled wood. Ooh, those are both delicious. Yeah, on uh, on Sunday and Monday, and uh, also took the day off to kind of reorganize the garage a little bit better. Nice, nice. Um, well, that's how was exciting. your week, Mike? It it's been good. Uh, we. You know, um, work has been extremely busy. Uh, ended up having some guys call last minute to do a motorcycle ride yesterday, so that was fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then uh, today is we have another shout out, uh, a personal shout out at the end of the show that I got to do. Nice. So. And of course, we both recovered from going out in the heat and mowing the lawn. So uh, I ended up not having to, like, my yard has not gotten enough water to need mowed this week. So. Mm. I'm okay. We didn't end up mowing, but okay. You know, and you can hear my baby yelling in the background. I'm sorry, no. but that happens once in a while. Babies yell. Uh, all right. So she's probably telling us that's probably a good warning that you know we should get a move, get, keep the show moving. That's true. So, Mike, so this week we're gonna talk Olympics. I'm so excited. Yeah, talk a little bit Olympics, uh, baseball. Yep. No big trades to talk about yet, but I'm sure the, te- the our team, the Cubs, are going to look a lot different uh, come next Saturday when we go on the air again, yep. as well as some other baseball news related to a Yankees fan, the Blue Jays, and the Indians. Yeah. Uh, what else is on the outline, Mike? We also got NASCAR, the NASCAR Corner presented by Triple I Sports Cards Incorporated, Moline, Illinois. And finally, we got our quick hits. All that and more, but first, Rich, what's it time to do? Is it time to roll the intro? Broadcasting live from somewhere in Iowa, this is Bald and Stick the Podcast with your hosts, Mike and Rich. And we're back. Okay, folks. So, uh, as we do every week, before we get into our topics, we have to talk about our poll question. This week's poll question, or last week's poll question was, Space Jam, a new legacy. Yay or nay? Rich, how'd the people vote? Um, I believe they voted nay, Mike. But, but I don't have the numbers up in front of me. I'm we getting... do have some comments to share on that post, though. Yes. Um, so, blah, blah, blah. Uh, yeah, four to one, no. Uh, the okay. lone vote, yes, is our is one of our big topics or comments. Uh, first, uh, do you want to do the... Uh, I'll, you have them both up there, so I'll yep. let you share them, Mike. So, uh, Mike, Michael Sable... Uh, stated uh, our vote was our one yes vote. He said, 
not as good as the original. We watched it. We watched both back to back. Boys like the first one. He's got two boys that are, uh, I want to say, like eight and ten or something like that. And so, mm-hmm. you know, right at the perfect age for that that show. And uh, the boys like the first one better. Um, and then your brother-in-law, mm-hmm. friend of the show, Josh Couture, or yeah, Josh Couture, uh, he stated, won't support any project LeBron is a part of. MJ is the GOAT. Well, he brings up a good point. Uh, Rich, how did you vote? Obviously, we only had one yes vote, so and that wasn't either of us. So that means you um, voted I, no. I, yeah, I, I did vote no. I think I would have been open to seeing the movie if the drive-in was pairing it with another movie on the back end that I wanted to see. What were they pairing so, it with? Um, They paired it, I think, I, I don't remember. It was a movie neither Amy or I were interested in seeing. We were hoping that it would have been Space Jam, A New Legacy, and The Fast Saga, the last, um, the newest uh, Fast and the Furious movie, but that's not what they paired it with. Um, or I would have liked to have seen a Space Jam and Space Jam, A New Legacy double feature. I but that didn't happen either. personally would have preferred to see Space Jam and uh, Black Widow. Um, hopefully the wife and I are going to get to see Black Widow tonight. Um, that that would have been another good pairing, yeah. a good um, good pairing for it. Um, but I mean, I I voted no. I I just think that certain movies don't need a remake, a remake or a refresh or a sequel. And I think Space Jam was one of them. But I think one of another thing that that would have been hard to judge this movie fairly is that this movie wasn't made for that the movie wasn't made for our age group Mike in their 30s this yeah. was made to appeal to a to a child audience just like the first one was yeah that's there is some accuracy to that but here's my problem your brother okay. kind of touched on it lebron's trying to separate himself out and make a case for him to be the goat right mhm why is he trying to do everything that michael did if you're going to be the GOAT, don't you have to kind of forge your own path? Don't you have to do something? Like, they're never going to do a movie like LeBron. But they had, like, Mike, which was about a kid that got Michael Jordan's old shoes and had magic in it and could jump 800 feet high or whatever. Lil Bow Wow was in it. Directly based off the, the I want to be like Mike... Uh, from the Nike ads, but whatever. Like, why is LeBron trying to to do everything that Michael did when he's trying to prove that he's better than Michael? Does that make sense? Yeah. No, 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 it doesn't. Rich, if, if you wanted to prove to the world that you're better than, I don't know, if you that you're better than than Michael Phelps, in swimming, are you going to do things the same way Michael Phelps did, or are you going to do it better and in a way that and and not copycat movies and and stuff like that? Like that's all he's doing. He's just copycatting yeah. movies. What? Yeah. what? What? What's that going to accomplish? If I wanted to copycat a movie, what? 
there are plenty of other movies that he could have done. I why not do a remake of Teen Wolf? To where he somehow is something like that. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> why not do? Why not make a remake of something that's similar but but different all at the same time? And this movie was similar but different. I mean, it wasn't. But but the concept the concept the is concept, basically yeah, the was same. The same, yeah. Right. The concept was the same. Yeah. Like it's a superstar playing basketball with the Looney Tunes to save the world in some way, shape, or form. I mean, nobody knows, really. I mm-hmm. I haven't seen it yet. I, I, I want to see No, I genuinely do want to see it. Uh, when, I, when I can watch it for free, I'll probably... I will definitely watch it. If I can't watch mm-hmm. it for free, uh, you know, I might red box it. Yeah, and I can agree with that. I, I would watch it if it were free, if I had somebody's HBO Max account or number or a uh, or getting it, wait for it to come on Netflix or yeah, Netflix or Amazon Prime, something like that. Yeah, I, I, I don't think I'd want to pay the movie theater, not even the matinee price, to see this movie. Yeah, see this remake. I'm not. I don't know that I would either. Um, so whatever. Um, it is was meanwhile. Let's look at this here. So, so the original, the, the Monster Squad in the original movie: yep. Sean Bradley, Larry Johnson, Patrick Ewing, Charles Barkley, Muggsy Bogues, and this Goon Squad in the new movie: Anthony Davis, Damian Lillard, Clay Thompson, the Dana Tarazi, one of the Agumake sisters, and I think that was it. I don't think there was a sixth one. Who who would win in that game? Who would win in that matchup? Goon Squad or Monster and the, or the Monster Squad. Um, I I would I mean the Monsters. Actually, I don't know. I think that's actually a better matchup than than LeBron because LeBron's lost to most of the people that he's playing against in uh, the finals, hasn't he? Yeah, he, he's yeah. lost to <laughs> he's lost to who, Clay Thompson. Which who uh, did who did MJ lose to? Who did MJ lose to in the finals that he played against in? Uh, in the monsters, no, he, he beat all those guys. Oh yeah! Wait, he beat all those guys, but LeBron lost to the guys that he's playing. But well, 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 he he probably think he's only lost to Clay Thompson. He's lost to Anthony Davis. The, no, Anthony. He needed Anthony Davis to get one of his championships. I thought I thought Anthony was on the uh, the Golden he State started, Warriors. No, no, no. Anthony Davis started with the Pelicans. Until he, until LeBron James and his agent forced a trade to the Lakers. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. So Anthony Davis is one he didn't, but now he's on a team. But, but he's, so, beat, I think he beat everybody else. So the goon squad or whatever steals Anthony Davis's powers. Why wouldn't they have stolen LeBron's powers? Did he retire at some point to play basketball? Baseball? So he, nobody no. thought, oh. Then, then he he obviously isn't the greatest player on his team, because they only want to steal the powers of the greatest players on the team at any moment, right? I mean, isn't that kind of how it works? Yeah, I guess so. That that's so that LeBron's actually saying himself yeah. that he's not the greatest player of all time because he's playing. He's currently playing basketball, mm-hmm. and they didn't steal his powers. Is that? 
I mean, the reason they didn't steal MJ's powers is because he retired to play baseball. True yeah. story. Yeah. He retired to play baseball. LeBron, why wouldn't they have stolen his powers? Or that, take away his powers when he went into, like, this server verse or whatever it is. Like, this doesn't make sense. I don't know. If he... Man, the movie isn't supposed to make sense, Mike. You, you gotta, you gotta dumb, you gotta dumb it down to but, but, how can, how can this make? Does it make sense in a child's mind? But you're proving not, not a thirty-year-old. But, but LeBron's proving to the world that he's not the greatest. Because if they would have made the, I mean, if they would have been stealing powers of the greatest basketball players of the time, and they didn't steal LeBron's. Either LeBron has to be retired, retired, retired playing baseball, retired playing basketball, which I honestly, I think he could do basketball. That'd be interesting. But why wouldn't he have been somebody, a victim to lose his powers? I don't know. I, I think in this one, it wasn't that the those goon squad players lost their powers. I believe they were digitally created like avatars that played in this game and they had the skill set of those players. Well, why wouldn't, I mean, if you're doing that, why wouldn't you use LeBron? I, I don't if know. LeBron is the greatest player of all time, as he claims. I don't know. I, I don't know. Man, I have no, I mean, at that point, if you're digitally making people, wouldn't it have made sense to digitally make Michael Jordan? And then destroy LeBron and show LeBron how he's nothing? Yeah, I I, I don't know. I mean, I, I, there's been some good memes that have come out about, like, in a timeout. Like, you can even see the difference in the two spaces. They know they're not. Yeah. They're, like, them having, like, beer, like, um... And uh, I think the one, the favorite one I found was uh, MJ went 22 from 22 from the field in Space Jam. LeBron James, four, went uh, five for six from the field. <laughs> I don't know. Well, either way, it'll be, uh, I'll watch, uh, my kid will watch uh, Space Jam on our Plex server. And I'm not talking about a new legacy. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right, so. This week's poll question, Mike, to lead into our next topic, will be over under 44 and a half Olympic gold medals for Team USA. Those numbers were not set by us randomly. Those are the numbers that were set by the William Hill Sportsbook. So that poll is live. Make sure to go up and vote on it. So, Mike, that leads us into the Olympics. Yes! Um, the Olympics! I'm a sports nerd. I love the Olympics. I love the all of the sports in the Olympics. I mean... How can you not be excited to watch water polo? Mm-hmm. I can get with water polo. Archery. Shooting. Taekwondo. Like, the amount of sports that they have is just super exciting. And the yeah, amount of coverage that it gets... Exactly. I think they, when they did all the, when I was watching the opening ceremonies, one of the segments was going through all of the sports and it came out that I think they had like 50 sports this year. And like the ones that I had never heard of or thought of, like the uh, trampoline gymnastics. 
Yep. Sounded interesting. And uh, But the one that I really got into during the 16 Olympics was uh, rugby. I like rugby. I really like watching the Olympic rugby. And, uh, and for me, I mean, I always like what's on the TV. So, I mean, so that means we'll probably be watching a lot of uh, women's gymnastics and probably the swimming events. Yeah. Probably the track and field as well. Yep. The 100-meter dash is always going to be fun. The world's fastest man competition, as it were. Mm-hmm. Um, I personally, I'm excited about uh, arch. I like uh, archery. Uh, me and the wife watched water polo earlier. Watched the U.S. Mm-hmm. women's play Japan. Um, we didn't get through it. I know how it ends because I kind of caught it at the tail end of the actual match last night mm-hmm. uh, in the middle of the night while I was not sleeping. Um, but all sorts like it is super exciting to see uh what's going on in sport like part of me is sad that that a lot of these sports don't get covered um by uh don't get covered by the the olympics or don't get covered the other four years that it's not an olympic year for summer slash winter like in the off years um I, I mean the the track and field gets covered every year the 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 national championships always get covered for the NCAA um, swimming gets some coverage but water polo doesn't field hockey um, archery's great uh, you know I personally am a bigger like baseball probably won't watch. Hot, uh, uh, basketball, probably. Actually, did you know that they're doing a three-on-three? I did hear that. I did see that three-on-three basketball. That could be fun to watch. That I would watch over the NBA stuff or the the NBA players playing each other in in that. Um, women's soccer and men's soccer. You you're on board for that at all? Probably not. I may I might watch it. All yeah. depends on what is on. So that that yeah. is one good thing about the the sling package that we. Yeah. That I piggyback off of you having uh, having access to USA and NBCSN and the Olympic Channel as well yep. as the the main hub uh, NBC. Yep. So I think I've already watched I watched the US Canada softball game. Ooh. And yeah, the US Canada softball game. We beach volleyball. Road... No, not beach volleyball. It mm-hmm. was uh, softball. We watched a little bit of the road cycling event Ooh, after yeah. the Olympics after the opening ceremonies. And uh, I can't think of the other thing we watched so far. I, I still think haven't seen got the opening on, ceremonies. Wife has on tennis. Yeah, I could see it in the background, but I have not personally seen it yet. So the opening ceremonies were they good? Um, they were different. I think we came in on they we came in on the maybe in the middle of it when they were doing the parade of nations. So that was interesting to see. I did not know that there was a there's a 12 year old competing in the Olympics this year. A 12 year old in no table tennis. Ooh, that that's a... <laughs> okay. So this one that I love. I love table tennis and badminton. Two sports mm-hmm. that you know you sit around and you think, oh, let's get drunk and play. Like that's you get drunk at, in college and you play it in the dorms at downstairs and you're a little buzzed and all that, right? That's table tennis, mm-hmm. right? Or badminton, yeah. you go out and you play in high school because it doesn't take that much effort. But then you watch the the Olympic 
table tennis and badminton. And it's like, uh, what? These guys yeah. are nuts. How, how old do you think the oldest Olympian is? Um, well, bridge is not a discipline this year. It has been in the past, by the way. I don't mm-hmm. know if you knew that. Um, ballroom dancing is not a discipline. I would guess in in archery or shooting, you might have somebody in their 50s. There is actually a 66-year-old woman competing in the equestrian. That was one I told I thought about too. <laughs> I thought about horse horse riding could be could be something like that. Um, I figured your your archery and your uh, and your shooting are one. I think that... archery and shooting do have a couple of other uh, people in their 60s. Yeah, I feel like I could I could learn. I could if I. I mean, I'm sure there's guys up here who hunt and do stuff like that that could probably do it in their 50s and 60s and probably compete fairly decently um in in either one of those disciplines so uh, i'm excited for it i'm looking forward to it uh there's a modern pentathlon did you see that yeah i think i did see that it involves horse riding shooting swimming and i let me let me bring it up modern pentathlon what is the modern pentathlon, people? Um, it is fencing, freestyle swimming, equestrian show jumping, <laughs> pistol okay. ju- shooting, and running. Hmm. Interesting. So yeah, lots of cool things. Make sure to check it out on the NBC family of networks uh, throughout the next two weeks. We'll find a way. If we'll you, find ways. If you have a Roku, sign into the NBC Sports app. Uh, it is you can watch replays. You kind of can basically watch what you want to watch that involves the Olympics. Like it is by far and away the best thing out there. It's my biggest recommendation for all of it. So. Just a thought. All right. We'll find ways to incorporate the Olympics into the show until the closing ceremonies. But uh, kind of pre, pre-Olympics, pre the big story that come out of Tokyo, other than the protests of people not wanting the Olympics to be held um, in Tokyo itself, was that there's cardboard beds in the Olympic village rooms. So, you know what? These are I, These are not uncommon. I've seen them before. They, I, cardboard is strong. It doesn't bother me at all. Yeah, I mean the the story that came out of it was that all that they did cardboard boxes to discourage sexual relations in within the village because they didn't they don't want that going on this year due to COVID. But there have been various TikTok videos I think that have been posted by athletes jumping up and down on the beds and or multiple ones jumping on the beds to prove all right it's not going to collapse. Now let's uh, get it on. <laughs> My donkey cow. I guess, but but being they defended the the Olympic Federation, I think in Tokyo, I think did say that they wanted to have cardboard beds, so as a way to to be carbon neutral. I think it is because it, they're made of recyclable materials, so to make it easier, yeah, make it easier cleanup and 
they're not they don't have all this extra stuff. Yeah. After the two week after the two weeks is up. Totally makes sense to me. And yeah. I you know, if athletes wanna have I mean, that is one of the biggest things that people don't talk about that athletes having sex in the at the Olympics is a huge thing. It's like a big sex fest going on with lots of people doing things that, you know married and unmarried, doing their thing as often as they want. Um, one of my favorite things, uh, last night I watched a little bit of archery, uh, okay. and I believe it was one of the girls from the Netherlands, uh, actually had tattooed on her forearm, the Olympic rings. And I'm like, hell yeah. If I ever made it to the Olympics, you know what I'm doing? I'm getting a tattoo that says that I've been in the Olympics. Like in the years, put, putting the years underneath it. Oh, yeah. The teams. Oh, yeah. Okay. I'll put the Olympic rings on it. I'll, I'll get my the Olympic rings on my arm and then underneath put the the start here and put the year. And if I make multiple, but I do that. Why not? Especially if I'm in a sport like archery, where most people don't realize that you're in it. Like, do you know any of the Americans that are in archery in the U.S. in the for the U.S.? No. Okay. Um, okay. Um, are you going to watch baseball, the, the Olympic baseball? If it's on, maybe, but I don't think I would go out of my way to watch it on demand or just watch it in general. So what Um, is the sport? So you said rugby is your big sport. I think mine would be the one that I would go out of my way to watch. Mine's going to be water polo, probably. Um, rugby in the water. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, anything else on the Olympic topic before we uh, head into baseball? Actually, um... Ooh, are, are we getting Mike's random topic out of the day? Uh, no, I'm just gonna I'm gonna state um, China currently leads um, the uh, medal count with four. Mm-hmm. Italy okay. has two. Japan has two. South Korea has three. The United States has yet to win a medal. It's still early. That's true. All right. So let's go over to baseball, Mike. Um, Another so-so week for the Cubs, three and four. Yeah. From show to show. Because they lost those games to the Cardinals, they're now in fourth place in the division. Eight and a half back with an t- overall record of 48 and 50. Okay. Who wants what? Come get them. We're looking to build for the future. We're going to keep maybe one or two of these guys. Everybody else is on, the, is on the block. And even those guys that I think are untradeable, I'll put them on the block. Yeah. I, I you, think give it, me, I think it... you give me a good enough haul for anybody on my team, on the Cubs right now, I'm going to take it. Like, honestly, you say Javi Baez for a pro, for two, prospe- or two like, AAA prospects that are ready to come up to the majors next year and, uh, a, and a decent middle reliever, I'm game. You got to stock up. Everybody's on the block. 
I, I totally agree. I, 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 they are not playing in a way right now that makes me feel like any of them deserve to stay on the team even. Like, te- who? Who on the team deserves to be doing something right now? Who Who's playing at a level that makes you want to keep them? I hate saying it because I'm a... You know that I'm a that I'd love most of these guys, but who's playing at a level that deserves them to be kept, and who's playing at a level that says I cannot be traded? Right now, nobody. You guys got to prove it to me before. Like honestly, I think Javi is the best, the best middle infielder in the game, but he's not even playing at a level that makes me want to to fight for him. Yeah, I mean, he's hitting home runs. He leads shortstops and home runs, but if it seems like if he's not hitting the ball out of the ballpark, he's striking out or he's striking out or hitting atom balls right at people. Yeah. Rizzo's slumping at the wrong time. KB seemed to be having a – KB and kind of Rizzo are all kind of coming up with nagging injuries. I mean, if anything, the Cubs do have what every contender needs this time of year, which is good relievers. So it wouldn't surprise me to see the guys that have been dominating our bullpen all year, guys like Tapera, Andrew Chafin, Craig Krimbrill, all traded by the end of the week. Yep. And, I mean, with and with and even though he has two years of control, it wouldn't surprise me if, uh, if Contreras is also traded because he seems to be rocking the boat a little bit yeah. when before the all-star break he called out his teammates saying that i don't think you guys are playing hard enough i and actually the manager and then the manager came out and said you shouldn't have done that <laughs> uh i disagree with i disagree with uh with with uh grandpa ross's take on that oh yeah i totally disagree if if your player is going to call out your guy if first of all for wilson to call out guys publicly you know what he's doing in that dugout? He's yelling at these guys saying, the what the what the hey, howdy, hey. He's probably not using that nice of language. But what the hey, howdy, hey. Why aren't you guys doing something? He is out there every day saying, come on, we got to do better. Um. By the way, feel good story of the week. Uh, Robinson Gonzalez, I think is what they were called. Robinson David Gonzalez, or Corchurinos Gonzalez. Okay. Uh, was catcher for the Cubs yesterday. Hit two oh, home. Robin, Robin, yeah, Robinson Chirinos. Chirinos, yeah, that's right. Uh, hit two home runs, right? Mm-hmm. But where did he start his career? In the Cubs minor leagues. And what was his dream from being a kid? I'm gonna. I think that he did say it was to be a Chicago Cub. To be a a, a major league Cub. For getting to fulfill his dream this week, uh, and looking good doing it, uh, looking like a solid backup. Yeah, you, um, you know, it, it only took what. Three months, <laughs> three months to finally get a backup catcher. Yeah. Um, but let's. I mean, that, that's the feel good. But again, 
that's the, the brightest note this week for the Cubs, I would say. Yeah, we had three wins. But they come from behind win in the ninth, six run ninth inning win by the Yeah. Against the Cardinals, but I think a lot of that could you could easily chalk that up to the Cardinals blowing it by walking so many people. Yeah. I it's it's tough at least with the with the team being eight and a half back fourth in the division and the record the way they are at least they're they're in a position that they can justify saying oh i it's time it's time to sell them off if this team were maybe two and a half back a two and a half back and had a winning record then then you would have had that tough decision all right do we see that do we want to add to this team to see what we can see if we can make a run or because if they had traded off everybody and maybe only been two and a half games back, then you would have hold, there would have been a lot of public outcry about, oh, you're waving the right flag. Why, why don't you believe in these guys? They have, have they how, proved how you, it? Yeah. Yeah. How are you, how are you going to, why are you treating the guys that brought you a first, your first World Series in 101 years? This is how you treat them? But no. Yeah. I'm okay with whoever they choose to trade or hold on to at this point. I, yeah. I, the team has, I, I, I think it was your brother that, or what? No, it was Adam Heath last week. Said we reread the statement. Um, the team's you making don't it be easy. Like the Phillies. The, yeah. Well, the team's making it easy for us. Mm-hmm. They're playing in a way that making these decisions easy. Time to start selling. Let them go. Yeah. I, I, so I, I have no. I'm not happy about it. But. Even more so, uh, I'm not even like I'm not even I'm not upset that they're gonna sell everybody off. Yeah, I mean, even the thing is, the team is the team's probably gonna look different by the time we come on to air on Friday. I hope Saturday. so. And this team's probably gonna look a lot different when the 22 season starts. Yeah, because even if they for some strange reason decide that they don't get an offer to their liking and hang on to everybody. These guys aren't going to be back with the, the all, not everybody that's on the team this year is going to be back next year because so many people are on expiring contracts. Yeah. I think they said they've only got 42 million in contract commitments going into the 22 season. Yeah. It means that we have money to play with. We just have a lot of spots. We got to fill with it. Mm-hmm. Um, either that, or we're going to look like a rookie ball team next year. Paying our right fielder $25 million to hit seventh in the lineup. Yeah, that's bad. <laughs> but but the nice thing's going to be, I mean, you know, maybe next year we, we, I mean, we're already writing this year off, right? Yeah. So. Maybe if have a sub, maybe have another team maybe have the makings of a team that's probably going to fight with the pirates to not finish last place yeah. and then apply that money in 23. Yeah. Why not bring in the, bring in those, the bring up the, your, your, a lot of your triple a guys, a lot of your guys that are right on the cusp of being ready. And I, I also wonder, here's, here's a question mm-hmm. provocative question of the, uh, of the week. Okay. Is the Cubs AAA team, do they have better talent than they normally would, 
because the guys that are playing in the majors are such names that even when they're playing down, they get the benefit of the doubt. Are we stifling bringing guys up because, well, you can't put Rizzo in Iowa. You can't you can't drop Bryant down. And so we're stifling these guys' career, these, these guys in the minors' careers, because we don't have... We, we have these names that we have to keep on the lineup. I don't think it's to that point. I mean, you could make a case of, do we have guys that could play, that could play, that could hit better than the current guys that we have, the kind of like the fringe guys that are the platoon guys, the guys like Ian Happ, or did we need to sign somebody like Jock Peterson when we could have just had Patrick Wisdom playing all year Yeah. instead of, or... Well, I think, are, the Patrick we still... I think the Patrick Wisdom thing is going to be another Chris Bryant arbitration thing. Yeah, or or why are we still playing, other than the money, why is Jason Hayward still on the team? Yeah, I mean, are these, do we have guys that are in the majors that are playing at a level that they don't deserve to be in the majors, or that we we should have traded off by now and let some of these prospects come up, but we, we can't because... Oh, you can't touch the golden children. Yeah, I, I don't think that was ever the. I don't, I don't think that's the case. I, I think that that comes just down to. I mean, I haven't followed the Iowa Cubs too late. Most of the Cubs prospects that get talked about right now are pitchers, yeah. or they're down in Double A, to where you know they're going to need some time in Triple A. Guys like uh, probably Brennan Davis and Miguel Amaya. Yeah, I, those and guys the, haven't been up to Triple A yet, and that's fine. I just. I wonder if we're stifling some of our our better prospects because we have guys like Bryant and Rizzo and Hayward and Hap that, and I think Hap could probably do pretty well. We just we don't have enough space spaces to put him in the lineup every day. Like I don't I don't think his production is warranted him being in the lineup every day. No, but it's I think finding that niche where 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 we can put him in a, in a position. Yeah, but but if we had if he so there's that that fine line between do you need to be being in the lineup every day helps you get better, mm-hmm. and you need to develop to get into the lineup each day. Does that make sense? So, like, and yeah. I think that's where Hap kind of lives right now. He needs the playing time, but his production doesn't warrant him playing every day. Right. But if he got the playing time, I think he would develop into a better player than some of the guys that get to play every day. Yeah, and I think that's what the that's what the rest of the year could be. Oh, yeah, I hope so. Especially with you guys like Hap, who you have for, we still have Hap for a couple of years. Yeah. Like, uh, Powers, the night. I'm going to say the nice thing. It depends on which side of the coin you're on. But the nice thing is he didn't pl- he hasn't played enough this year to count as a year of service on his rookie contract. 
He didn't come it's in early. Day, enough. I think that's days in the major leagues. Right, but he 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 his. That's I don't. It's not based on how many games you start. It's how many days you're on the right. major league roster. Right, but he wasn't. He hasn't been on the roster enough. To... He's been with the team all year. He hasn't been down in the minors at all this year. I thought he. I thought he started the year in the minors. Nope. Uh, Nico Horner did. Okay. They, they put Nico Horner in Triple A. I thought Powers was too. Nope. Hap wasn't. No, not Hap. Powers. Powers. Oh, yeah. Patrick Wisdom. Er, yeah, Wisdom. Sorry, I think Wisdom. Patrick Wisdom was like a guy that you, we we picked up off of the waiver wire. He he's been around the league for a while. Who's never been able to catch on with the team? Okay, I don't remember who I'm thinking of. I'm sorry. That don't matter. It's okay. But but I think there's guys that uh, that I think we can will will be able to develop, um, and especially as we hit that trade deadline, as we see guys like Bryant or Rizzo or Contreras. Yeah. Personally, I think I think Contreras calling out the guys is the right the right move. And I think them doing like him being as adamant about it is the right stuff, um, and it's what I want to see. So good on him. Um, but it sounds like the front office isn't happy, or that that uh, his his manager is not happy with him for doing so. So we'll see what we'll see how that goes. Yeah. So in other baseball news. Did you see what happened to with a Yankees fan? I did uh, not. All right, so a Yankee fan, so Red Sox left fielder Alex Verdugo uh, goes and tosses a baseball up to a young Red Sox fan at Yankee Stadium. Good, th- good story. Yankee fan intercepts it, throws the ball right back at Verdugo, hits him in the back. Okay. Guy is banned from attending Major League Baseball at any ballpark, not just Yankee Stadium. I'm okay with the ban, but again, like we've said with the NBA, how are they going to prove this? The guys with those scanners, it doesn't come up with a picture. Like, they don't scan your ID. They don't... He can't buy a ticket on the primary market anymore. That's basically all it means. Under his name. Come on now. Yeah. How do you prove that? Yeah, I mean, I have seen that. I mean, how many times have you gone to – I mean, I think we've been to other games where, where the Cubs have been the road team and the home team hits a home run, a Cubs fan catches it, throws it back on, and you see the usher walking down the aisle, hey, don't do that again. Please don't do that. We don't do that here. But I, I don't think I've ever seen it to where a fan has ever purposely threw the ball at a, at a player. I mean, maybe, maybe he was tossing it back because, hey, we don't want – you don't need to be tossing those souvenirs up here. So maybe it was an accident that he got hit, but with it being a Yankees, Yankees, Red Sox thing, I, I think he did mean to hit the player. But here's the thing. If he is able to hit a player with enough force to make a deal out of it, and he's in the stands, even if he's in the first five rows, that's pretty decent accuracy. Why doesn't somebody sign him? <laughs> like, I don't know. That's how Henry Rodengardner got got his major league, got yeah. his major league contract. But that's also Hollywood. 
All right, so uh, the Buffalo Blue Jays are no more. The Blue Jays get the return to Toronto and play their first home game in the Rogers Center when they return on July 30th. We're on the road trip, from a road trip. That's exciting for them. Uh, good for them. Um, I'm glad to see Canada start opening up a little bit. It's going to be interesting because they are still very strict about who can enter the country mm-hmm. and how. So uh, that's, yeah. that's going to be an interesting, like, do you have to be vaccinated to play up there? I don't I don't know their rules. I d- I'm guessing they're, I, I don't either. I'm guessing I, they're I'm... not going to have attendance. I don't know. I mean, I'm sure with just on the team's level, it'll be very similar to how they did with the Stanley Cup finals to where the teams flew in on a charter jet, got on a plane, got on their bus, and they were only allowed to go between the hotel, the arena, and the airport. So, and there is a hotel in the Rogers Center, so maybe all the players will be staying right there at the Rogers Center as well. Yeah, that I, I'm happy to see them back at home. It's always good to have Toronto games in Toronto, but I, it always makes me wonder. I'm, you know. Um, and then uh, Cleveland has a new name? Yeah, they announced that um, yesterday. The new name is the Cleveland Guardians. Okay. Is there a history that I don't know about? Um... Uh... Not really. They have noticed that, I guess, in the bridge that connects downtown Cleveland with the rest of Cleveland, there are guardians. They call them the traffic guardians that are, like, in the middle of the bridge, I guess. I thought, I, I mean, I had already always heard that they, like, I had heard that they were talking about going to the the old Negro League team name. They talked about the doing something. Yeah, something like that. Um, yeah, I, I was I was hoping for the Cleveland Spiders, one of the I heard that one too. nicknames of the Indians before they became the Indians. I wonder if they... This gets into an odd uh, paradox that is um, our culture. Uh could they not use the Negro League team because, name because it's I, I don't know. I I thought they were gonna go with the old Negro League team, which was for me the one that I liked the most, but you know. Yeah, I mean it seems to be a it, it looks to be a seamless transition. They're using pretty much the same script. Yep. The same colors. You're still going to see the block C as their primary logo on the hats and sleeves. Yep. Um, so, are we going to... So, is... Uh, is Kansas City next? Oh, the Kansas City Chiefs. Yep. Yeah, the Chicago Blackhawks. We already know that the Washington football team is going to get a formal new nickname in 22 i think it is they're gonna play one more year as the football team yep and then they're getting a new nickname could the blackhawks be next could the blackhawks the chiefs Chiefs, um i'm trying to think the braves yeah or the braves theoretically could keep the braves but they'd have to just not 
They'd have to lose the tomahawk. The tomahawk and the mascot stuff. No, no, the, the mascot's just like this goofy, like, Muppet thing. Okay. It's not an Indian anymore. Okay. It's not Chief Nakahomer. Okay, well, then in that case, is that how they do it? They, they say we're the Braves, saying that we're brave, not we're the brave Indian? I, I don't know. I don't know. And And in all of this, the Seminoles. They have the okay of the Seminole tribe to keep their nickname. So did the Illini for the Fighting Illini, which is why they still get to call themselves the Fighting Illini. They just can't use the the Chief Illiniwick dance. Hmm. It it's again it's it's one of those things where, um, it. What is honoring and what is not honoring? I think Indians kind of make sense to me. Redskins and Indians make sense. Technically, Native Americans were only called Indians because we thought we found India. Like they were hoping to find India. They didn't realize that they were going to hit America, the Americas first. So that's why they called them Indians. Um... So I suppose that one's kind of understandable. Uh, the Redskins, that one, I don't know how that lasted as long as it did, but tradition, I suppose, <laughs> stubborn yeah, ownership. I mean, yeah, I mean, I think, I mean, the Guardians' nickname. I think it'll, I think it'll take a couple of years to catch on, yeah. but I mean. I don't think anybody's going to be happy when these teams do get nicknamed. You're always going to have the diehard fans that are going to be say, they're probably going to be crying there. Why are you bowing down to the minority and changing the name? You've had this name for so long. What's wrong with it? Yep. But if eventually you'll get used to it. And if you're a true fan of the team, the team name changing isn't going to change whether you root for them or not. I, I guess here's a question. Is there a way to honor native Americans with a name that doesn't also belittle them a little bit, like because that's kind of the argument that Indians belittles because that's not they're not Indians, they're Native Americans, or they're first pe- first world peoples, or whatever. That I don't remember what the exact terminology is. I apologize. I'm not trying to mm-hmm. to to make fun of or make light of it, but legitimately, is there a way to do it uh, that does honor? honor native americans and allows them to still use something similar and and maybe braves is one of the ways to do it maybe chiefs is one of the ways to do it um i it's hard for me because part of me wants to say well let's honor the native americans but you also don't want to do it in a way that makes fun of them and that's a line that i don't know i don't know how to make that line work I don't and have I the think, answers. Exactly. And that's where we're, that's where the Indians were coming in. Yeah. That's why Chief the Chief Wahoo character has changed over the years to be more of the the cartoon the cartoon logo that they used to have is now a thing of the past. And it's even gonna be even more mothballed when changing over to the Guardians. Yeah. Um and then finally low A ball is testing the automated catcher signals. Yeah, I just saw this the other day. Supposedly, the catcher, similar to his wristband, 
will have like a device to where he can press a number and a, a number or a location to indicate where he wants the ball thrown. And I guess this technology will only be shared, only be with the catcher and the pitcher. Okay. And they're claiming that this device is hack-proof, which we all know that there's going to be a way to get this to hack it where you know what's coming. Oh, I love when people make the statement, it's hack-proof. That means we haven't, somebody hasn't tried hard enough. Because, again, just like, like, in low-A ball, there's not enough money going around to make it, make a problem with it. But when you get to the majors, I guarantee you it's going to be hackable. Okay. Yeah. But, but supposedly only the the if a if a batter is found to be wearing this system, they're going to be ejected. Only the active catcher and no other players or coaches are allowed to use the transmitter. A backup transmitter is provided, but it must remain in the carrying case during games. And if players or coaches need to confer because of an issue with the device, they can notify the umpires and not be charged with a mound visit. Okay. So supposedly whatever they're. The low A California League is going to be trying this technology, and the first game that it will be active will be August third. New technology. Let's see how it works. I again, I don't. I them saying it's not hackable is stupid, but whatever. Um, anything else before I ask you no. an ultimate uh, a question that we ask every week? Nope. Rich. What do you see coming up? It's a left turn. Yep. And what's after that, Rich? Probably another left one. Yep, because we're heading into the NASCAR corner presented by Triple I Sports Cards Incorporated, Moline, Illinois. And check them out on eBay for all your memorabilia needs. Okay, uh, first we hit up last week's race, which is uh, really all we really have to talk about because we don't have a race this week. Uh, but nope. uh, the NASCAR shout-out goes to Solomon with a 180 uh, win, uh, followed by you, Rich, at 176. I actually had a pretty decent week with 171, and then Tony at 137, bringing up the rear. Uh, I don't think that changes any of the overall standings, as you still have a commanding lead. Uh, Solomon, Tony's, you know, doing all right still but uh that race between tony and solomon has heated up quite a bit and uh you know i'm still way behind so there you go um rich who won last week uh it was a surprise winner eric armarola yeah won the foxwoods casino and resort 301 down in new down in uh out in loudon yep um your pick of chase elliott mike came in 18th my pick of denny hamlin came in 10th which means I increased my lead to 14 to 11. Yep. Um, and then uh, NASCAR had uh, has a break until August 8th. That's a long break for them. Yeah, they must be taking a break with due to the Olympics. I mean, after all, I mean, the, the network that's carrying the races right now does have a lot of coverage time committed to the Olympics. Yep, that's probably what it is. Um, the next race is August 8th for Watkins Glen. Uh, so we may not even have a NASCAR corner next week, which is going to be odd. But uh, yeah. w- one last quick quick hit for it. Uh, did you see that Kyle Busch got in trouble with the law? No. He I, was I on vacation, and 
uh, he got in trouble with he the cops ended up showing up, and uh, then he had a mock press conference with his friends that he was on vacation in Mexico with. So uh, you can check that story out. I think the video's on Twitter and on Instagram or something like that. So if you want to look it up, there's plenty of places you can look it up. Um, and finally, Rich, you have some uh, NASCAR moves making that are happening off the track. You want to fill us in on what's happening? Yeah, Brad Kozlowski officially moves to Roush Fenway Racing to be a driver and part owner. Uh, part owner role, he's going to take over the number six car, which is currently being piloted by Ryan Newman. Yeah, sad for so Ryan, Ryan Newman. But yeah. Ryan Newman, being the guy that he is, will probably find a place to land. Uh, one of the smartest people in NASCAR, so uh, I'm sure he'll find something to do next year. So yeah, there is, yeah, they are saying that maybe he'll do a part-time ride with Roush Fenway, maybe doing the super speedways and the bigger bigger races. Yep, he's one of NASCAR's veteran drivers. So, yeah. so um, anything else on the NASCAR corner presented by Triple I Sports Cards Incorporated? Not really. Since we really don't have a race next week, we'll probably take a look at the NASCAR playoff standings. Yeah, yeah, that'll he be a good. On the out, see, see, was on the outside looking in because yep. uh, with guys like Amarillo and uh, Kurt Busch winning, yep. winning races the last two weeks, that kind of shook up the standings. Yeah, a little bit. So we'll see. We'll check in on that next week. So let's go ahead and go to our quick hits, Mike. So the Bucks win the NBA Finals four to two over the Suns. It's a good thing we didn't make that one a lunch bet. I know it, it kind of is, um, but you know, nicely done. Cause you said before the pro season started that the bucks would win the championship. I did. I, you, the bucks are a good team. So good job bucks. Yeah, um, um, did you think Giannis's statements of, I could have gone to somewhere, I could have gone to somewhere else and been on a super team, but I chose to stay home and do it the hard way. Is that a valid statement or do you think yeah. that kind of maybe is a backhanded I think it's a backhanded does that, does that kind of attack at everybody else in the league who thinks so you that you okay. but so I you think it's think an accurate statement his teammates at all no okay no because his teammates he said I worked with these guys yeah he he scored 50 points in the finals by the way only the third player ever to do that how about that how about the fact that he he won a championship before the age that Michael Jordan or LeBron James won a championship? How about that? I'm good on him. He deserves every bit of it. Yeah, I, I was pulling for Chris Paul to get a, to get to finally get that ring, uh, but you know. I, but but the one thing I did, I like was about, happy. I was happy either of those teams won. Yeah, good good on uh, Giannis as well. I think he also invited the Suns' coach to come into the locker room to uh, so he could offer congratulations to the team as well. Good. That's something you don't see in these in these days anymore. Yeah, I'm I'm happy for all of that. That's the, those all make me happy. So, okay, um, British Open was won by Colin Morikawa. So, uh, eighth win in the in the PGA and his did, second uh, major before twenty five. Okay. All right, how did uh, Lucas Glover do? The guy that won the John Deere Classic. Uh, did he place at all? I, I don't know. 
I mean, oh. scrolling through, don't see anything about him. Oh, okay. Must not have made the cut. Um. Uh, leaderboard. Any. Sorry, folks. This is great television, isn't it? Uh, the Open Championship. I'm sorry. I thought the link that I gave you gave us the. It. I uh, got. I got to it pretty quick. It just. It that was a news article about who won and all that stuff. Oh. And, okay. Um. What was the guy's name? Uh, Lucas Glover. Uh, scrolling, scrolling. Give us the next topic while I look. Um, Texas and Oklahoma could be moving to from Big 12 over to the SEC Conference. No, so I mean, it have, makes sense. You'd have the SEC be 16 teams. Yep. So, I mean, I... He did uh, not I mean, make the cut. I, Lucas Glover was five over after the second round, did not make the cut. Okay. This move is kind of mean, kind of puzzling for me, I think. I mean, Texas and Oklahoma are struggling to win games in their own conference, and yet they want to move to a harder one? Yeah, it also make, what it makes you wonder, is the Big, the Big 12 dying? I mean, they've lost most of their big name, their big schools, right? Yeah, they lost. They lost uh, Texas. They lost they Oklahoma, lost uh, Iowa State. Well, they haven't lost them yet. They haven't lost them yet. Didn't Iowa State move to the Big Ten? No, Iowa State's still in the Big Twelve, but I mean, they lost Texas A&M a couple of years ago. When they, they lost Nebraska. The yep, they lost Nebraska to the Big Ten. They lost yeah uh, Missouri. I think they lost Missouri to the SEC as well. Yeah, it's it's ridiculous. Um, I, the Big 12 is starting to go by the way of the Dodo. So, um, we will talk next week about the NFL COVID policy. We'll put that off to next week. We're at an hour and two minutes, and we still have two birthday shout-outs to give. So, uh, Rich, do you have any personal shout-outs other than to yourself for your birthday this last week? Um, no. Uh, we, we go down... Uh... Sunday, okay for uh, for my nephew's birthday party. It had to be postponed awesome. last week. Uh, pool so collapse. It'll be a wiffle ball. Yeah, the pool collapse. It'll be a pool party and a wiffle ball tournament. Uh, and then uh, finally, got to give a shout out to my papa, my dad, Grandpa Joe, uh, is uh, turned sixty three. What? Wait, what year is it? It's. Yeah, it's 64. He turned 64 today. Wow. So, happy 64th birthday, Pops. We'll see you soon enough. Um, and uh, the final shout-out of the week. Um, this week marks uh, the anniversary of Joe Perry getting shot. Ooh. Yeah. Okay. So, happy life day to you, Joe. Uh, I don't know that we're going to make it back to do a Life Day celebration. Um, but uh, we'll do a Skype meeting where we can smoke cigars and drink beers and say that we're happy you're alive. 
So, and we'll give you a shout out on Facebook and stuff like that too. But um, other than that, I got nothing else. You got anything else? Uh, any comments on, on the Facebook? No episode? comments. No comments. No comments. But uh, yeah, we are excited for this week, folks. Have a great uh, weekend. Stay cool. Drink lots of water. Oh, we totally forgot about something today. Okay. Important for our Quad City viewers. I hope everybody had fun at the Big Seven. Yeah. Yeah. So, shout out to all those that competed and did that. And with that, Rich, what's it time to do? Let's go ahead and roll that outro, Mike. Broadcasting live from somewhere in Iowa, this is Balls and Sticks, the podcast, with your hosts, Mike and Rich.